So I uh, spent some time in the hospital this weekend. Did you? Right, right. Yeah, I know. I was posted on the on the Ooh. Twitter machines. <laughs> Who were you visiting? I was <laughs> sex uh, nurses. Yeah, I was visiting, yeah, visiting yeah, yeah, some nurses on the uh, fourth floor of United Hospital <laughs> <laughs> uh, from a bed with an IV. So Ooh, yeah. yeah, so I ran into. Uh, I had some. I've been having I've been some stomach issues, some gastrointestinal issues that I kind of thought maybe were flaring up. Knew I needed to go check, but I'm t- I'm notoriously bad about going to the doctor. I think I've had one physical uh, since Ann and I have been together, and that was last year. <laughs> well, what's awesome about going to the doctor is it's total financial Russian roulette. Yes, absolutely. Right? I mean that that always makes Pretty you really fun. like inter- you know yeah. willing to just go ahead and get in there. Exactly. Even if it turns out to be nothing, totally worth it when you get stuck with a twenty thousand dollar bill. Yeah. So Saturday morning, I ended up going to urgent care. Um, had some. Some pain in my stomach, and uh, they sent me to the hospital to uh, get some tests. And they, they're basically like, "Oh no, we should probably keep you under observation for at least 24 hours. Yeah. Get you some okay. IV fluids." Well, basically, that, yeah, yeah. Basically, they just rehydrated me. Um, I hadn't really slept uh, for more than like 45 minutes straight since like Thursday of last week, and this yeah. was like Saturday maybe, morning. Maybe that's why you didn't. No, no, that was this was part okay. because I was in pain, oh, <laughs> and I just okay. have a really high tolerance for pain. But I'm also like, <laughs> I also have a high tolerance for not sleeping, um, as everybody here knows. I do. Um, anyways, sleep so, deprived and miserable. I mean, I was I was upset that I was in the hospital, but at the same time, in the hospital, I'm like, yeah, you know, they can give me some drugs to like knock me the fuck out. Yeah, <laughs> so I can actually get some sleep <laughs> Saturday night. Yeah. So I uh, cozy so, beds. So I was sitting and. Mm. Uh, TV, the TVs in the hospital don't have FSN Plus. They have FSN, but they don't have FSN oh. Plus. So I, luckily, I had my computer because I, I was prepared. I just brought my shit down. I'm like, I'm probably going to the hospital. That's right. So I brought my <laughs> shit down. Um, I was talking to the night nurse, very nice, very nice woman, uh, and uh, you know, talking about soccer and stuff. And I was like, Yeah, there's gonna be a soccer game going on. I'm be watching that. Um, if you could come in around, you know, maybe like nine fifteen, give me that shit that's gonna knock my ass out in about forty five minutes. <laughs> so I just, you know, I'm probably like, just, this is the, the game was like hadn't started yet, right? It was like, right, it was right. like nine o'clock. You're yep. planning. I'm planning. Yeah, coming around, coming around ten fifteen. Um, give me the drugs, and then that by the ten by you know by eleven o'clock when the time the game's over, I, I assume we were gonna get her, you know, get shit kicked out of us well mm-hmm. we, then we had that really shitty first half i was like give me the drugs now please give me the drugs. <laughs> just knock my knock my fucking ass out now and uh luckily you know they didn't we scored that goal we'll talk about that in a little bit yeah, but yeah right, anyways right as the whistle blows your eyelids <laughs> St. Paul, we are the Daves you know. This is the Daves I know. You want me to be that type of dude, and I want to be who you like me to, but we both know I can't do nothing at all. sounds derogatory it has about the same cultural valence as the word asshole but i i'm under the impression it literally means pubic hair i'm not totally sure though oh really yeah well that seems like a weird thing to know. call something you pubic hair well yeah it's asshole is a weird thing yeah. <laughs> well, well i mean yeah you can you know yeah. i get it yeah i don't know would you rather be called a pubic hair or an asshole dude the, the only person who deserves to be called a pubic hair 
is uh, Rand Paul. He's got the weird ass, oh. you know, like the yes. same guy who cuts Mark Zuckerberg's hair cuts his, except he has a weird ass curly situation. Is, going on. is Ken Burns barber maybe involved with both those guys somehow? <laughs> I, I think he, I think he is the barber. I think, I think <laughs> Ken, Ken Burns, Burns is the barber. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Give me bangs uh, all around, bangs all around, <laughs> just bangs. Make me look like a dickhead. <laughs> like literally, like make yeah. me look like a Today dickhead. Today I procured more shears for cutting Mark Zuckerberg's hair. <laughs> Oh, these ones always get weird, guys. Uh, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, there's uh, two Daves and a Luke today, yep. so yeah. um, we're going to talk about uh, what happened last week, um, what's coming up, and uh, actually, after this, we're going to record our Patreon podcast uh, for Bend It Like Beckham. Uh, yeah. Is there something in your water? Um, it's good St. Paul water. Mm. It's cloudy. Slightly cloudy. <laughs> Slightly cloudy. Is that cloudy with a chance is? of meatballs. That's St. Paul water, baby. Are you serious? It looks like a ghost. <laughs> oh, it's in, oh, it's in my water. No, no, I put I put uh, I put some shit in here. Well, that's what I was asking. Oh yeah, <laughs> I thought you just sucked the water no, generally. No, I was like, just your faucet. Oh no, yeah, you no, have no. water sitting yeah, no, no, there. No, no, I know. It's no, I put I put. Uh, so since like I was in the hospital, light. Since I was put in the hospital, I was like, so I've been trying to get like a lot of electrolytes and stuff, and I don't oh, want yeah. I don't want to drink okay. all the all the shu- all the fucking sugars that are oh. in Gatorade and shit. And Gatorade's yeah. like some of the best stuff you can drink for like recovering for mm-hmm. that shit. So I got some stuff that they use on like the Tour de France, and you know, you pop it in your. Just pop in your water, shake it up, yeah. and drink it. And okay, that's yeah. fine. I, I, yeah. just, I thought I, I you want, were literally saying that's what St. Paul water Yeah, is no, like. I want to be clear, though. St. Paul water is absolutely haunted. <laughs> every, every sip you take in this within city limits, you are imbibing someone's deceased spirit that's, a little bit. That is, that's probably there, true. There's no getting around <laughs> that's that. Probably, that's just science. That is true. That is science. <laughs> I've lived in St. Paul my entire life. Yes, absolutely. Um, all right, so let's, uh, so so we are going to be recording that uh, Bandit Lake Beckham watch party. Um, if you're interested in uh, getting that, getting in on that, we already have four in the bank. Um, we'll be dropping four number real n- number four for our Patreons real soon here. As soon as Martin gets it uh, gets edited, hopefully tomorrow. tomorrow. We're gonna drop it in there. Um, Bandit Lake Beckham will be in a couple weeks. Um, we do drop in. We're actually next week. We're gonna record our Premier League uh, preview podcast. Uh, that is a gonna be a Patreon only uh, uh, piece. So we should release it. Like six months later. Yeah, no. Like the season I, is mostly over. No, no, we're gonna do it like we're gonna do it like in December, like in G- like right around Christmas, when we don't we don't want to record and be like, all right, here's a free podcast for everybody. Here's an evergreen. Yes, actually, that might be fun. So we'll see. See how accurate. We were. But uh, yeah, so if you want if you want that pay, pre, uh, Premier League preview, if you want the watch party podcast, uh, like the content you hear each week, uh, visit us at patreon.com backslash the Daves I know to help support the Daves that you know. I want to throw a shout out to uh, to Chad. Uh, Chad, we uh, I called him on the podcast last Hi, week for for do- signing up uh, at the five dollar level, dropping it to three. He that dude <laughs> stepped up and uh, he he upped it to six ninety. So everybody, be like Chad and That's up your podcast, up, your, be like up your contribution to six ninety. <laughs> yep. we didn't mean to shame you. By the we way, we did not. We did not mean to shame well, you. But you're a stand up dude, Chad. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, let's podcast, man. We got yeah. two going. Let's on cast. Some, let's, let's cast some pods. Let's cast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's get this shit done. Mm. So, <laughs> I'm just we got as we're like we're recording, yeah, recording. Uh, we're just kind of dancing around this RSL game here. Yeah, right? yeah. Let's let's talk about it. That's what the players did around the game yeah, too. Uh, yeah, much, yeah. Uh, nobody, there you go. Nobody wanted it. It was just a game of tennis, and everybody was just hitting the ball back to the other guy. That was it. Like, for I don't sure, want it. for sure in that first half, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It was just That's it was lucky, very, yeah. a very sloppy, a very sloppy game on on both both teams. There the were just it was just some shitty tackles. Mm-hmm. Just uh, yeah, yeah, that Gray Goose, that Gray Goose yellow car was just like, why did he? He didn't have to do that. 
you yeah. have to do that. That was just a really shitty. And it was like in like the thirtieth minute, like that you're putting yourself in position. That dude, like with Ozzy Alonso out, like that dude's gonna have to probably make a bone crunching tackle later in the game, and he just put himself in a really terrible position. Yep. Has has the ghost of Ibsen via St. Paul water uh, somehow infected <laughs> Grey Goose? Possibly is the question. I mean, because I mean, we're seeing it, it's some of that same duality of just absolute boneheaded, dumb stuff, and then some moments of borderline brilliance, and yeah, yeah. Well, Greg Greg Goose has been much more consistently good. Lately. Yes, last month plus, <laughs> yeah. been very good. Yes, right. Ibsen couldn't sustain a solid month of excellence. Oh God, no! Oh God, God no. No. oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, maybe no. maybe back in the NASL days, but yeah. even then, he was still uh, probably, like, yeah. prone to mistakes. Yeah. Let's let's talk about. Um, I'm sure we probably already have all have the best moment of the game, um, being the the Minnesota goal just nope. from the. Oh, okay. Mm-mm. No. Well, why don't you tell us what yours is? Grey Goose is shot off the bar. Okay. Um, because uh, honestly, it was I, I loved it because it was what I want to see from him. Um, first of all, it was one of the few times we actually brought the ball centrally in the attack rather than just bringing up the flank and crossing it, which we're terrible about, and we warned against, and we did it anyways. We actually played it centrally to the, uh, near the 14, a little wider than the 14, and I think, and I've said this before, that Darwin is more of a second striker. He's not uh, as much a facilitator. I see that role as probably being better played by Grey Goosh pushing higher. Um, and that's what he did. He, play, he he pushed up high. He got himself in an awesome position and made it happen. Um, I, I, you know, uh, another day that that one goes in and we win the game. And that was like one of three long shots that he took. Yeah. The, du- the dude has, a, has an eye for seeing a shot he can put on the frame uh, at a distance and executing. He's got a, he's got a, a little uh, Hassani Dotson in him, yeah. I think. Let's maybe jump around a little bit because that is actually my most what the fuck moment of the game. Not mm. necessarily for the shot. The shot yep. was audacious and and audacious and really good, quite mm-hmm. frankly. Yeah. Um. The most what the fuck moment was Nick Romano <laughs> bounced off like just the back <laughs> of Nick Romano didn't even look at. I think Nick Romano thought it was going wide because he yes. didn't even he didn't even try to no. to to, to yeah. make a save. He was he was like eyes glazed over in the middle of some daydream when and, like and, when he realized there's a ball sailing towards him. And Nick Romano actually had a had a really kind of shitty game. Like the dude did not play well not at impressed. all. No. And uh. I had, had he, he spilled so he spilled the he spilled the ball that allowed uh, yeah. Minnesota to get that uh, corner kick that scored the first goal mm-hmm. um, and then yeah he just he just he was, like, wasn't even really paying attention turns around the ball bounces off him and, like the fact that it didn't bounce back on the net was just really indicative of how like how much of a shitty game this was and how, like neither like the soccer gods didn't want either of these teams to win this game yeah, I think he was thinking frankly. about a pancake breakfast or something He's thinking um, about thinking about uh, when he's going to get that senior discount at Perkins. Or yeah, I think he's a Denny's guy. He's, he's a Denny's uh, guy. Don't you think Romano's yeah. a Denny's guy? A three-two beer. You know, when he once he orders the, <laughs> once he orders the meal because you have to order the meal yeah. first in uh, in Utah. You can't oh, can't get a beer oh, first. You have to order the meal first, and then then you can order the beer. I think I think three, like, do they still do the moon over my hammy special I'm at Denny's? Sure I they think do. That's, that's, that's got classic, Nick Romano yeah. written. Yeah, all we over should it. we should we should podcast him at Denny's sometime. You know, I wonder how is there. There's one down University, right? Yeah, it's not too far from here. Okay, let's go. Let's keep. Keep recording while we walk today. So. <laughs> um, my best moment of the game was uh, the Minnesota goal. The first that that goal, um, just the, number one, the perfect uh, the perfect corner by Grey Goose, mm-hmm. um, right to Toy. Like literally, just puts it right on Toy's fucking forehead. Toy with a perfect header, um, and then Darwin just sort of poaching there, sitting there. I'm not sure if that ball would have went in if Darwin hadn't uh, Darwin had put hadn't put his head on it. But Darwin's smart enough to know. That he was going to be on sides because that fucking idiot defender was standing like one yard inside of his one yard inside of his goal line, and then had the audacity to put up his hand 
claim, claiming offside as they soon got, as the goal went in. They He's got like, some real brain geniuses over there at RSL, don't <laughs> they? Yeah, they do. Um, like, what was that? What was that guy? I can't remember the guy's name now, but yeah, he, he that, did a bunch of dumb shit. Yeah. So I just had that as my best moment of the game, just mostly because <laughs> it was a game, you know, that really clearly neither team I think really wanted to play. Um, you know, the fact that Minnesota got the first goal. If Minnesota doesn't get the first goal, who knows, you know, if we if we get an equalizer, if they score that, you know, in, in their time. But um, the fact that we got the first goal, we were able to sort of, you know, game states and whatnot, mm-hmm. but uh, allowed us to pick up a point. This is, this is what you need to do, especially against a team that is fighting for a playoff spot yeah. um, on the road um, in a, you know, tricky situation. That's a uh, – that is a uh, uh, look-ahead game where you're looking ahead to yeah. the upcoming Vancouver, Portland doubleheader. Yeah. Um, when we, we were coming off of uh, – extreme match congestion yeah two or three that was the seventh match in 22 days yep so um oof. so it was it, it had banana peel written all over it yeah in the in the altitude um yep. so yeah and at the end of the day i mean we walked away from a road game with a point like, yeah it wasn't pretty uh it's a team that we ought to beat yeah but i'm not crying i, I I'm, I'm okay i don't think we would have gotten the point two years ago well, no shit. Yeah, we, <laughs> probably not eight. Not ago. probably not last year. Oh, well, we beaten. We beat. Uh, yeah, we actually drew with them last year. Um, we actually should have won, but we had a, a goal. Didn't we a, give up a, a last minute? We, I think we yeah, we, we had a goal that was uh, that was rightly called off, or I think really, rightly ruled out because of offsides or something like that. Um, we've always played RSL really tough, and so and especially I think Pecky. We've always played Pecky really tough, <laughs> which is yep. great. Um, but again, you're right. This this is like one of those uh, you know sort of you know games you're looking you're looking past, saying okay, well whatever. We're just gonna we're gonna go in there and, and we'll just get a point and uh, you know they easily could have you know slipped up and given up you know two goals and mm-hmm. um, there's clearly some uh, RSL had some opportunities to capitalize and they just didn't and that is the hallmark of sort of what Minnesota's been doing this year is that you know they've not they've not allowed the teams the opportunities like they have in the pre- the previous two years the hallmark just, of what RSL has yeah, been doing this year pretty too. much mm-hmm. yeah pretty much so all right you want to hear my best moment yeah or let's I just do it to look pretty. It's no, you know, it's go <laughs> for it. Both. Yeah, I think both. Uh, Maybe a little bit of both. Mine, mine's an extremely minor detail, but yeah. pretty early on. I want to say around the 12 minutes, though. Box hall dispossessed. I want to say Rusnak right outside the box and just started running to- downfield with yeah. it. And for a moment there, I'm like, holy shit, he's gonna he's gonna do something. And it didn't it didn't materialize, but it was just it was cool to see him playing just big and confident and yeah. just Running with the devil a little bit out there. I mean, I think yeah. the Michael Boxall redemption narrative has been one of the ongoing stories of this season, and it's mm-hmm. just fun to see that continuing to develop. Yeah, I specifically remember that. I was wondering if that was just, like, all the, like, IV fluids they've been pumping into me, if I was, like, hallucinating. Like, <laughs> yeah. Michael Boxall's making a run past the halfway yes. line with the ball, and there's nobody around him. Like, what the oh, shit, man? Oh, he was wide open. Yeah, what My the God. shit? So, you see the opportunity. Yeah. yeah, you love the confidence. It's always like it's always like watching a, in foot in American football, watching a lineman pick up a fumble or yes. something. Just a big fat guy yep. run, run fat man, He's doing run. It. He's doing it. You don't even care which team it's <laughs> nope. on anymore. It's like, no. Do it, do it, fat. So yeah. Well, it reminded me a little bit of that against who it was, where he had basically did the same thing. Uh, had had the ball dispossessed, but like it, the defender. Uh, it, ball went. He tried to pass it actually, and the and the ball went off the defender and went yep. right back to him, and he <laughs> scored that goal. Um, at Allianz, so that was it reminded me a little bit of that, but it was yep. you know, way too far away for anything like that to happen. Oh like, god! No, but he got no. to he got across the halfway line. And he turned, he like, stopped, and was like a fucking you know, like deer in the headlights. Like what the fuck do I do now? What the fuck do I pass it to? I have no yeah. idea what's going it was, on. It was one of those you love to see it moments. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. Um, so, what was you guys' worst moment of the game? Um, I don't know if this boils down to a moment, but I saw a lot of it. Uh, I felt like I saw a lot of it in the second half, but I know they did it in the first two. Which was that they they played a lot of crosses. I think uh, numerically they played way too many crosses. Yes, they um, did. I, they, I, 
I don't know. I don't know what to say. Uh, we fail consistently when we try to play it outside. Uh, credit to RSL because I think they did a pretty decent job of pushing us out wide. Um, but we need to be able to bring the ball centrally. Uh, I don't know what I, I don't know what the secret sauce is there. I don't. I, I don't know if it's just um, the players buying into that um, or or, or uh, what it is. But now I'm just uh, 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 I, I've said it a million times. I have nothing to add. So. Yeah. Was was the return of Metnir a factor in that? Because that I mean that is his forte is just oh. you know screaming down that right flank and yeah. then banging in some crosses. A hundred percent. I mean, hundred percent. That is what that is. And and yeah, I think what you mentioned, RSL, give RSL credit. I think that they forced Minnesota into that because those mm-hmm. are not high. Those are not high quality passes. Are not high quality right. um, opportunities. And they really for yeah they forced they said and teams you know before it was happening it was just basically they're like oh who is yeah they don't they don't know who this Metnir guy is they don't know what he can do mm-hmm. now they actually they, they step up to him they're not letting him get in as deep and as you know as he used to where he could get in and make a cross from say the you know say the touchline um, he's make he's making those crosses from you know thirty yards out you know on the right and that's well, just it's fine a, but he could be playing the ball on the ground toward the toward the top of the box yeah. like, like there's other options even if it's not him dribbling in that's what um, that's what the team and, and Heath need to figure out because yeah. they're, they're going to force them to do that. And so they need to figure out how to either how to switch the ball over to the left um, to Molino or Nabara or whomever's on the left or, you know, or put it on the ground into the center of the park via Grey Goose or Alonzo and uh, working with Quintero. And then, I mean, I think really honestly it pains me to say it, but um, I, that I feel like this team was hurt by not having Rodriguez in this game. I was just going to bring that up is do we having more of a big body tar- target man type forward in that situation? Would we have maybe it, gotten some better? Possibly. In, I mean, I was just looking at the stats in this game. Um, we had, I want to say it was like less than 35% of the possession. We had like 33% Jeez. of possession. That's been um, our style. Intentionally yeah, like it has. For the it last has. So. True. Yeah. But, um, but not not that not to that not degree. to that degree and, and not against a, a team the caliber of RSL. Yeah, and uh, yeah, thir- well, thirty seven percent possession um, yeah. over the course of the game. Um, we did have uh, you know almost as many shots as uh, as RSL. We had the same number of shots on target, um, so we were getting our shots. It's just we are you know we're trying to force the issue on on that right hand side, and that was you know if people who read the fifty five one read what uh, Schieffer Decker writes. Um, every Monday after matches um, and when he talks about on the podcast is that this team is not as good and you've mentioned it multiple times here on our podcast mm-hmm. Martin seems not as good when they're f- trying to cross the ball in no, no. from last year this year um, when they're playing centrally and, and they're giving they're allowing you know players to make those runs in and to uh, you know pass two players on the run as opposed to trying to cross the ball we don't we're not big we're not we're not mm-hmm. big I don't understand why we're insisting on that that style of play yep I don't know Push Gregorius up high, make him a target for centering the ball, and yeah. let him a take some long range shots and or put it into a dangerous position from there. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Cool. Um, That's not really a moment. It's not really a bad m- moment. Moment. The moment it's, that it's it was moments. bad was the moment that I recognized that that was happening, and then put more which drinks was about of me. the twelfth minute <laughs> of the game. <coughs> yeah. yeah. Um, mine. Well, I mean, obviously, I'm just gonna, the goal just because again, it was a con- it was a corner. It was just a really shittily played corner. Um, we didn't clear the ball well. Uh, Grey Goose didn't step up to his man. Um, yeah, let no fucking marking. Marco Silva score a fucking goal. And then <coughs> Manone did not do himself any uh, any favors by sort of bundling the ball as well. It was not a good uh, not a good game for goalkeeping. Now that I think <laughs> about it, um, yeah, the Manone blunder, the Romando, several blunders over Romando. Not a really good uh, no. uh, uh, 
picture of MLS and goalkeeping. Cover themselves in glory. They did not cover the themselves in glory. Yeah. Can, I, can I can I raise a goalkeeping controversy issue here? Oh God, sure. Uh, so I've been Fourteen. talking to some of my neighbors who are very very <laughs> casual fans, but I, I won't go into all the connections. But they know someone who's very close to Bobby Shuttleworth. Okay. And <clears> I guess what my neighbors are saying is. Well, already here first, guys. Yeah, yeah breaking exactly. News. Breaking news. How do we how do we know Manone is actually all that much better than Bobby since there's been so many upgrades to the defensive line in front of him? Uh, we do. We have a real apples, yes. apples comparison on the two. <clears throat> we don't, but you just you just watch it. Like Manone's distribution is miles and miles and miles better than Bobby Shuttleworth, and his. Uh, I would I would argue um, his uh, Manone's instant reaction saves are much better when Manone has time to think about something. I think him and Bobby are probably right on par. <laughs> um, but when, when you just, Manone just needs to make a, you know, just a gut instinct save. Yeah. I think uh, Manone is leaps and bounds better than Bobby Shuttleworth. Although to be fair, your, your, your friends are right. Bobby does, has not gotten really a good crack with this particular, you know, spine that Minnesota put together. So there, that is a yeah. fair point. That's a good observation. Um, Goalkeeping a lot of times comes out, so it's a big-ass net, and uh, even if you're a really athletic person, there's only so much you can do to stop a ball from going in it, and um, it's it's really just those extra razor's edges that being a good athlete can help to give you a slight edge. In truth, it's about how you put yourself in the positions to make saves, and are you closing down angles, and are you knowing when to come out, and things like that. Um, I don't are you organizing know. your defense to prevent yeah, are some you of a, stuff are from you happening? Are you a leader in, in marshalling the defense and stuff like that? Those are things that are actually more measurable, if not measurable, observable, rather than just saying what did the how many goals did they allow? Well, that's everyone knows it's a lousy metric to think of a yeah. goalkeeper by. Um, but if you look at the footwork and stuff like that, that I think is where you you, you try to find that measure. I, I I can't tell you if if one measures up to the other, Manone or Shuttleworth. I haven't seen it that closely, but that's how you have to think about goalkeeping, and it's it's not worth it to just say. I saw Stefan Fry make eight great saves last year that were just like well, holy cow. Say that's it's good. You want that, but it's not to say. But but if his uh, if he's making those saves because his positioning was shitty and he forced himself into making a diving save that could have been a catch, <laughs> then is he really that much better? You know. So it's there's there's a lot more to it than just looking at an outfield player. I got really boring. Sorry, <laughs> I didn't it's, mean to be boring. It's all right. Um, I already mentioned my most what the fuck moment of the game, mostly being Nick Romando's reaction to Greg Goose's shot. What, uh, what were your guys' most what the fuck moments of the game? I'll let Luke go first. I've been I, I don't really have a, a WTF moment, moment, moment here. I'm going to give, I'll give it, it over to I'll you. I'll give you this. I, I actually went to an away game watch party. You find that hard to believe, but Ooh. I went to an away game watch party. But by the time the I got The one in Egan there, or – no, no, at uh, Black Heart. Oh, oh yeah, oh, wow. nice. And <clears throat> so I was like, uh, but I, I just happened to be like totally miserable when I got there, and I was miserable most of the time. I was there. <laughs> and uh, I wasn't there, uh, so. like unrelated. Yeah, it was mostly that. Yeah. Yep. But so I was just in a shitty mood and stuff. Um, and then halftime came, and everybody's like, they had a Dark Clouds Academy before, so there's yeah. like some randos there too and stuff. And um, so I was like, uh, you look like you don't know what that is. Dark Clouds, Clouds Academy. Yeah, where they for people who are not. Dark cloud, but oh, want to learn yeah, what it's, it's about. Something okay, we, something we started okay. doing a couple of years okay, ago. Okay, so like yeah. training camp for support. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah right. teach them a little bit about the history, and <laughs> yeah, then uh, yeah. you, 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 you make a volunteer <laughs> ask, and then you teach them some of the chants okay. and shit. So yeah, okay. we started doing them a few years so ago. They were they were really well attended. They've gotten. We've only, we only did this. I think the only one we're going to do this year. This is or this is the first one. We maybe do one more later in yeah. the year. But it's basically an opportunity, and it's basically yep. an opportunity for people to kind of hang out and get to know other newer people in a non. Hey, we're yelling at the soccer screen setting. Fair, you know? yeah. so. Fair. so they had an event before that. So there's some randos there for the watch party, anyways. And I was just feeling shitty. And so it was halftime, and I was like, "God damn it! You know, it'd be funny because we always do this at the stadium." 
as if uh, we were saying Mr. Brightside. So I just, I just, you know what I did. I just, I just sat down at the piano and I played Mr. Brightside. Oh, boy. Right. We were, we were in the lounge. Yeah, yeah, yeah we were the watch party was in the lounge. We were in the lounge, so, yeah. So, so I just, I got, I got everybody to sing Mr. Brightside nice. during the halftime commercials. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't West doesn't West hate that song? Yes, I, th- oh, I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't yeah. like it either. But yeah, it's a, yeah. It's a pretty, I hate that song. I, I, so there, I mean, therefore, we need to like make that song happen every time we're in oh, his yeah. bar. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, it's, just, it's not a hard not, song to play. West, I am not advocating for that at all. That's just on record here, I've not. I've not advocated. Uh, for I'm on that. team <laughs> aggravate West. Okay. Whatever we can do. All right. Um, all right. So uh, next, what do you do for star of the game? Oh God, um, Dotson. Okay. Dotson deserved it. He Dotson. was on the, on the bench for the team of the week, actually. Um, if you look at a map of his uh, uh, tackles, he had a ton of successful tackles in this game. Uh, he was also all over the place. He was all over the place. He wasn't even just on his side. Um, dude, dude passes every test. Yeah. Great game. I'm going to say Grey Goose. Uh, that, yeah, those three rocket shots, uh, the great mm-hmm. uh, the great setup for the for the goal, um, almost getting the winner. Yeah. Uh, that dude, and he and, drew and a yellow too. He drew, you know, he drew a game. yellow, I believe. Yeah, and he uh, just he stepped up in in Ozzy's place and started marshaling the uh, marshaling the midfield. Mm-hmm. Um, he was he was speaking of Dotson being all over the place. Grey Goose was all over the place, but in a good way, not just sort of like running around with the chicken with your head cut off. Like Grey Goose was actually was in position. Ipsening. Yeah, yeah. Ibsening. <laughs> um, uh, Grey Goose is all like all over there in a good place. So good, Luke. I, I'm I'm ditto on Grey Goose, although. Okay. I think you could also make an argument that in some ways he was one of the worst players out there, too. Let's jump to the shittiest the player of the game. The duality of Ibsen has returned. The next player I do for the shittiest player of the game, I gave it to Grey Goose as well. <laughs> um, I, I was, you just stepped on my fucking joke, asshole. Well. <laughs> and, you know, you're just exactly what you said. Like, yeah, that yellow card in, the, like, the first, like, 30 minutes of the game was totally unnecessary. Um, his passing was... Outside of his shots, his passing was kind of shit most of the game. He had several giveaways, didn't he? Had he had several giveaways. He had yeah. several just passes where he just he, he just passed it way too far, yeah. um, not far enough that was intercepted, or you know it was like trailing trailing a streaking Finley or something. Mm-hmm. Um, you know he just did uh, he just did a lot of really as we talked about Ibsen esque shit where he was just brilliant. And he was so brilliant that you're like, God, he was so good on the field. And then he's <laughs> like, happened? Ibsen, and just so much. You're like, oh, God, oh. you were so brilliantly terrible on the field as well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would say runner-up for me would be Monone just because of that fumble. But yeah. did a fumble. I, uh, my Freddie Adu Award winner for the shittiest player of the game, I think, was Finley. I, honestly, I, there wasn't too many people who were just like, but this game. But no, like, at, fin- I agree. Finley was a ghost at best. Yeah. And that was frustrating. Well, it, and, and that also is going to uh, exacerbate the problem of sending in all these crosses because you need somebody who can play off of overlapping right back. Yeah. And typically he does. He's fine with that. But um, he was a ghost this if game. We're, if we're going to be critical, I mean, Quintero obviously got the final touch on the ball that went in the goal, but he was my observation was that he didn't seem to be too impressive up until that moment. Also non-existent for most uh, of the game. Non-existent. Mm-hmm. Get some dumb giveaways. Um. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, certainly not the worst player out there, but wasn't a wasn't a great performance. Still, all of a sudden, yeah. he nods a nods a ball right in the back of the net. Yeah. So, right I would on. argue with that. Cool. All right. Well, let's uh, let's wrap. Any other final notes on uh, RSL? Anything? Yeah. Let's we wrap should, it up. We should feel okay. Yeah, it was, yeah. I agree. It was a ro- it was a road draw at the end of like a seven game win streak. Yeah. Yep. It's, it's all it's not broken yet. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's jump into some other United news. Uh. So we signed French left back Wilfred Moembe. Moimbe, 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 Moimb
we don't have enough money to pay for licensing fees, so <laughs> please limit that, guys. We, we need uh, we need uh, Eric Silva, Brandon, yeah, to, to do his beatboxing. Some of beatboxing. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so uh, Muimbe, uh, twenty four starts in League Two for AS uh, Nancy last year. Um, he previously Nancy. played with Nantes in League One. Um, it's a free oh. transfer, uh, so no no transfer fee. It's a short term contract. I think he's only signed uh, through the year. So it's basically it's a Fernando Bob situation. Pour one out for Fernando. Hopefully Bob. a better Fernando Bob situation. <laughs> uh, did you guys watch any of his uh, the YouTube highlights that have been circulating I, or whatever? I don't watch highlights because yeah. I know. Like you could honestly, if if I played for ten years. You could scrape together a highlight reel and people, wow, David Martin must be really yeah, fucking get some good hype up and music coming. in yeah. the background. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. And yeah. I'll look great, but yeah. Yeah. I suck. Yeah. And so I, don't, I really don't look at highlights. Actually, so, your hype music should be Eric Silver Brenneman's beatboxing. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, so people that, I've, that uh, seem to be in the know or I've seen him um, you know, seem to say, think that he's, he plays a lot like uh, Metnir on the, on the left hand side, though. So he's a left handed, he, he, okay. he, he's a you know, marauding forward, fullback. Um, you know, sounds like he can cross, which I guess is not beneficial for us. Pass <laughs> Mwimbe on yes. the left hand Sweet, side. Sweet, yeah. Pass um, Mwimbe on the left He doesn't track side. back as well as Mutnir on defense. So, as for, though from what I hear, he's got a uh, – So, he's a, combo. He's got a rap for being a little bit lazy on, Oh, oh good. respect. So, yeah. How about – Although well, he, but he, he at least wants he's he at least understands that he's a left back and not a fucking center back. <laughs> like let's you know well, he should he should understand that he's a backup to Hassani. <laughs> that's that's right. Also, or Chase Gasper at this point. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, so yeah. So as you mentioned before, Hassani Dotson made the team of the week bench. Um, they should have played him. Yeah. <laughs> the team <laughs> know, of the right? week should have played mm-hmm. him. Uh, it was officially announced today. Although this is like the worst kept secret in Minnesota soccer that the U.S. women's team is coming here on September third. Hell yeah! I think almost everybody knew that yeah. for the last since, basically since they won the World Cup. Yeah. That, yeah. that they were coming here in September. So That's gonna be awesome. September third, they're playing Portugal. Um, if you are a Minnesota United season ticket holder, you should get an email on uh, Friday morning at ten to buy season tickets. Um, Buy them up and then sell them to your friends. Don't mm-hmm. let. Uh, and apparently, it's being hosted by Ticketmaster. So, fuck Ticketmaster. Oh, so God. buy as many buy as many as you possibly can, and then yeah. like, then sell them to your friends at at face because value. You yes. know that some other douchebags are going to be out there buying and then jacking up their price. Oh. Yeah. Be the one who does that. Be the one who does that. benefit your friends. Just sell yeah, them. Yes. Sell them at the normal yes. price. Yeah, exactly. Um, as. Uh, Oh, yeah, and we didn't actually. That was not on the actual podcast recording. The League's Cup um, has started in oh, uh, MLS and Liga MX. The drama they also made the an cup. announcement before it actually kicked off. So they, they so they announced. Uh, I just want to talk a little bit about this because we are uh, we're going to get butt fucked by this next year. Oof. Um, they made an announcement before the act thing actually started that the, the one of the prizes of of winning the of the tournament is that the final is going to be in August in fucking Vegas, <laughs> of all places. What the. <laughs> Like they hadn't announced the final lo- oh. like the final location. It's going to be in Vegas in fucking August. Oh, good. <laughs> this year, nice. Um, so will it hooray. at least be at night in Vegas? I would assume so, but it's also fucking Vegas, that's dude. On, it's, it's on a Sunday afternoon in the desert. Yeah, that's where they're gonna. Right. They're just gonna play it out in the sand dunes. This is this is gonna be like the setting for the ultimate sequel to Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas oh, instead God. of some weird off road rally. Uh, <laughs> the twenty yes. first century Hunter Thompson's gonna cover the final of some bullshit made up money grab tournament yeah. and that's in Vegas. Basically what it is. And as I get high on bath salts. Yeah. As I alluded yeah. to, we're gonna get we're gonna get fucking screwed by this tournament because the uh, the, the format for next year is the top four in the Eastern and Western Conference who are not in CONCACAF Champions League 
are entered into the tournament. So that's us. That's so basically, us. it's going to absolutely be us. Oh my based, god! And it's based on the regular season standings. It's not based on where you finish, like in the playoffs. So oh, that's, that is. So we are going to finish. We're going to finish like fifth this year. Yeah. And uh, then you know, uh, LAFC is going to win Concacaf. There's you know, we're going to get. You know, another team's going to get it. Uh, so if you're not a winner, but you're also not total bottom of the, the barrel. Only, so one of the only ways we can avoid this fucking tournament, boys, is winning the fucking U.S. Open Cup. There we go. We have more. Suddenly I care. Yes, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> we have we have all the motivation in the world to win that fucking tournament. Because oh then we can avoid the stupid league, the, yeah, the uh, league's like cup. That, yeah. yeah. So it's going to permanently be the final in Vegas? I don't know. I don't, I would hope not. But, but the, uh, uh, okay. On the other hand, I'm just saying, Dave's. I know Vegas road trip in the middle of <laughs> summer. The, for, the winner, yeah. the winner of the League's Cup, has to play uh, Las Vegas Lights. <laughs> yes, <laughs> literally, like Las Vegas. It's like a fucking. Uh, it's like a. Uh, uh, whatever match, the progressive wrestling wrestling match where the next team just runs yeah, in. It's, it's, it, yeah, it's like uh, not Royal Rumble. Uh, um, not Royal Rumble, but. Uh, uh, yeah, you know what, I, you know know exactly what I'm talking what, yes, about. Where I, every 30 seconds a yeah, new guy comes, a new guy in, comes in. Yeah, yes. Royal Rumble. Yeah, that's, Royal, that is yeah. Royal Rumble. Royal okay. Rumble. Yeah, yeah. yeah so we, the Las Vegas lights come in. Imagine, imagine a soccer game where it's played on a big circular pitch, and yes. it's almost like Chinese checkers. <laughs> yes, where every team just has a goal like yeah. opposite of it. It's a hexagonal field somehow. It's just chaos. Yeah, I like love it. Eight teams running any direction. There's five balls. On I the want field. it. Score any yes. ball into any goal. That'd yeah. be fucking awesome. Chaos. Yeah, fuck your Star Trek third dimensional <laughs> chess. I want to <laughs> see like eight sided soccer yeah. on like a Chinese, octa- octagonal Chinese field. Soccer. Yes. Yeah. Anyways. Either way, we're gonna get screwed by this tournament next year. <laughs> oh, so. for sure. The, ni- one, the one nice thing is that the uh, the uh, MLS teams host the matches, so at least we get a chance to host a oh uh, Mexican team next right. year. So, so okay, yeah. This year, they're. Ha- I mean, I'm, I'm assuming that's they're gonna keep that format. This is this year. The format was the uh, MLS teams hosted all the matches. So we're gonna so. be hosting like Veracruz or someone like Veracruz that. Veracruz or or Morelia or some yeah, yeah. some. Shit. I already came up with a chant for if like the Mexican teams would send them back. <laughs> oh, send them oh, back. David. No, it'd be we a can good joke chant. about that off the mic, David. Yeah. Not not on the yeah. not on the podcast. Oh, that feels worse. <laughs> <laughs> if we were doing that in the secret. Oof. I think, right. Okay. Well. Look. Look. I, look. Let me just lay this out. It is obvious. I hope to please please dig your grave. <laughs> anyone who listens to this podcast that I play a wild conservative <laughs> hyperbolic version of myself. I don't think that I need to. I don't think I need to make clear what my opinions are on those things. But. All right. And the just remember the Twitter handle is at offensive loons fan. Yeah, folks. No offensive loons. Just no fan. Oh, oh there's no fan. No, no fan offensive anymore. Loons. Yep. Offensive loons. Fan. He's not find even that guy. Yeah. yeah find that guy. Fan find that guy. <laughs> Fuck him up. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And then finally, um, I haven't listened to it yet, but the 55-1 uh, boys threw down a, I think Wes specifically threw down a oh, yeah. soccer tourney challenge. Futsal. Tourney. Futsal tourney between 55-1, we call it soccer, and the days I know. Um, so me, Elisa, and uh, Colin and Wes have been chatting about this in the DMs. Um, and Oh, thanks for including me. I was nominated as the captain of the team for some reason. I don't know. Because I respond to shit, maybe? Oh, yeah. Well, so there you go. I could play in <laughs> On Twitter. I respond to shit on Twitter. I don't. Anyways, um, so I've been I've suggested, and we're gonna we're working out the details, but uh, I've, I want to open it up to people because it's a, it's we're gonna play it at uh, the new futsal court over on West Seventh. Yeah. Um, we're gonna rent rent it out. We're gonna play a, a tournament. Um, I want to make it a like a fundraiser for a charity. And uh, mm. so my suggestion, and so I, Dave's, I know folks. I want you to weigh in on on the twitters and all that. Um, tag fifty five one. They don't actually have an at. Just hash, hashtag fifty five one and uh, at uh, two united uh, two united fans. I think is what the the handle for we call it soccer podcast is. And us. If you'd be willing to do this, I'm suggesting is that we each have there's a there's a Dave's I know team, there is a 551 team, 
Um, we call it soccer team, and then the Minnesota Football Show. So there's four teams basically. Okay. Um, it's three on three. We don't we don't have enough people in our arsenal to play uh, more than <laughs> more than two minutes of a three on. Oh three. my god! <laughs> so what I want to do is I want I want all four of those you know have four teams basically, and then open up. If you want to play, you sign up, you pay ten bucks, um, and then you then it's basically a hat tournament. So there's gonna be the the, the, the core Dave's I know team. You know me, you, Martin, Luke, probably, um, and then like each each team will have each podcast will have their their core three or four people, and then basically what will happen is that there's be a hat tournament, a hat draw for filling out the rest of the team, so that you get yeah. seven, eight people on a team, so that you know you're not gonna we're not gonna fucking die in right. the heat in like September or whatever, like playing ten minutes of uh, three on three futsal, and then um, we do a we do a sort of a little hat tournament. Whoever's the winner, uh, all the money that was raised for people donating to come and want to play with us goes to that uh, that podcast charity of choice. Love it. Is that a good idea? I think I that's a really it. good fucking idea. Yeah. Yeah. And that gives you it gives opportunity people yeah. opportunity to play with we us. Have a, we have a little draft. Yeah. What's Instead a, of like us trying to like bribe someone to yeah, come in and be yeah. a ringer for yeah, us. Yeah, no, no. No, no, no draft. I mean, I, that's fine. That's fine. Like, I think a hat hey, tournament would be great. Minneapolis City, uh, you guys, your season's Yeah, done, yeah right? I mean, you know, <laughs> shit, shit, yeah. Come on. Um, so some commons. Uh, I'll just hang around outside the high school, see if I can <laughs> bribe some high school players. Like, hey, you guys like podcasts, you guys, don't you? You guys like podcasts? You, you guys like soccer? You guys like pot? You like vans? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so yeah, so we're working on the details of that. But if you think that's a good idea, guys, uh, tweet at people because I'm yeah. trying to get that going. I okay. want that, and we got we got to figure out some dates that might work. And then uh, yeah, you be hear more about that. But basically, what I'm saying is, we fucking accept your goddamn fucking challenge. Let's Wes. do it. Yeah, we're gonna I'm do gonna, it. I am I am gonna lay down some serious ankle breaking challenges. I'm gonna just <laughs> I'm gonna just literally lay down. The, the cha- they are going. They are going to change their charity mid-game to paying the medical bills for I, I really want to see you try and lay down some challenges on a futsal court, dude. If I, <laughs> we're gonna be paying I, your medical bills. Uh, yes, I, even if I even if I did not do anything like that, we would still be paying. My I've, medical I've bills. already blown through my deductible for the year. Oh, so, all right. So, we, yeah. so, so it's, it's all free. Yeah. Lucas, so Lucas is our designated Zlatan. <laughs> Fucking people up. <laughs> Every time he makes a slide challenge, he just shouts out loud, Nothing matters. <laughs> God is dead and all things are permitted. <laughs> all right. Um, so now we get the Ford Midtown Bro Down. Bro Down. Uh, bro Down. They won 2 to 1 uh, against Leonis uh, Neg- Negros uh, from uh, Guadalajara last Wednesday. Uh, Dane St. Clair got the start. He played the first half and he actually allowed the, own, the lone Leonis goal. So. Eh. Uh, Madison has no match this weekend. They get the weekend off, and then I don't know who they're playing uh, next weekend. So that's your Ford Madtown Bro Down. What a report. Right. Yes. Whatever. Fire greeter and hire us. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> kind of fucking investigative journalist. <laughs> All right, oh, we have boy. a game coming up this weekend, guys. Oh, so boy. We have against the worst team oh, in the Eastern, in the Western Conference. Oh so, my yeah, God, they're season. bad. Yeah, we're still playing soccer. Um, yeah, the Vancouver Whitecaps uh, are shit. They haven't won in two months. Yeah, they are actually below uh, Cincinnati in terms of wins. Yeah, <laughs> like this is a pretty shitty team. Yeah. Here. So, do they have anybody who's good? Question um, mark. So yes, they do. Uh, in Bayam is uh, mm. that's, that was the one guy I have. Yeah, so, so he was at the beginning of the year. He was like one of their high profile signings. I don't even think he was a DP. I think he's a TAM level player. He's TAM, mm-hmm. South Korean um, TAM player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, honestly, he had not adjusting to MLS written all over him. Oh God, yeah. Everything from 
uh, playing in America for the first time, which it, which it seems like a the travel distances, all the stuff seems like it's it's, it's a tough uh, accommodating. For oh a lot yeah. Of uh, Vancouver, as I've mentioned before, they got rid of twenty. Pl- I'm sorry, they signed twenty players, got rid of fifteen players in the offseason. So it was a complete rebuild, anyways. Uh, language barrier. I, all of this was just saying this guy's not gonna um, adjust. He came out hot. He still is playing for a shitty team. So you know, you you wonder what he'd look like on our team. You know, I don't know. But um, he's one dude to watch out for. Yeah. Although his stats for the season so far are nothing to get, that's not. That's not. He's not. He's not really a counting stats player. Okay. though. that's not. That's not his vibe. No, not so. no, not in the midfield where he's playing. He's yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I have him. I, you know, you hate to say it with when they've given him so many fucking goals. Their Maxime Crapo is their goalie. They they brought in. He's actually looked decent at times. Mm. Um, it's like Crapo. Th- yeah, right. um, but uh, again, when you have a Bobby Shuttleworth contest, when you have a really shitty defense in front of you, <laughs> you give up a lot of goals and you don't look so good. So. Here's the test: Shuttleworth in Vancouver. Let's see. Let's see if he can do better. Let's than let's do it. We'll take McMath. Crapple. I'll take McMath as my back, like straight up, you know, like for like trade. Mm. All right. So <laughs> just do anybody else have anybody who's good? I mean, that was I had Imbalm was pretty much my only one. I was thinking crickets. I, yeah, I, I was been, going through the roster just desperately trying you to know, identify someone. Uh, Freddie Montero me. has been good in the past. He's but he's getting older. Yordi Reyna is not. He scored a few goals for him. Jordi Reyna. God damn it. He runs so hot and cold. Yeah. He's, he's not spectacularly awful when he's awful in the way like Ibsen, you know, where it's like he was bad and I remember it. You know, yes. he's 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 not that, but he's he's no. too inconsistent for him. Uh, why don't you just because I feel sad for him? I'm gonna throw my hat in for Donnell Henry. Uh, he's um, scored he's, their their lone goal last week. He did, yeah, <laughs> as a defender. Uh, he's as a defender. He's uh, uh, he he can score a few goals. He likes to get forward. Um, he's only played 16 games this year. He's he's had a little bit of an injury bug earlier on, but um. I don't know. If, if you're watching out for anybody in the defense, it's probably him. Yeah. That's damning with faint, and faint then, praise. So we this uh, so who sucks is pretty much every single other fucking player. Well, uh, let me call out some specific <laughs> ones. Specific, um, yeah, go ahead. Fr- yeah. F- Freddie Montero has not, not lived up to the hype. Oh, uh, yeah. This is, this is going to sound stupid to you guys, and that's fine. Um, I started following MLS in 2009. Um, I had followed Liverpool for a little while, and I'm like, hey, you know what? Let's support local-ish. There was no team even remotely local to me, but why not? Let's let's carry this damn thing across the finish line. And the Seattle Sounders were just coming into the league in 2009, and I'm like, why not? And, you know, it's easy to make fun of now. Yeah, But, like, they were new. I, I didn't know anything about them. I'll, I'll cast my lot with them. And they played the first game of the year um, on ESPN and stuff. And Freddie Montero broke ankles on a guy dribbling around mm-hmm. him and hit a shot from a stupid distance. And I'm like, that dude can fucking ball. And I was a Sounders fan for a few years after that, and I loved Freddie Montero, and it was really cool to see him go to Portugal, which is the kind of you know jump you want to see MLS young MLS players make. Um, now playing for the White Craps, he's got six goals. Um, he's a shadow of his former self. Um, <laughs> Maybe that's generous <laughs> shadow. And, yeah, and the things that the things that made him electric when he was young, uh, you know, he, he's lost a couple uh, notches off of the speed. Um, he's not breaking ankles anymore, uh, and he doesn't have a team that is set up to facilitate what he can do well in, in, in his agingness. I don't know what that is anymore. Yeah. The St. Paul water system is going to suck his soul straight into it. <laughs> we'll all have a little Freddie Montero ghost in us I, by this time next week. Hey, I, I, I want to I double down on Freddie. Here's the thing. Freddie Montero leads the team in goals. Six goals. That's not a high number for a guy to lead a team in goals. Next highest is four, and then a couple Oof. with three after that. So, so they're not scoring a ton of goals. But Freddie Montero, of his six goals, four of them have come from PKs. 
Oh he, boy. He has two goals from the run of play Oof. this year as their main number nine. I mean, he is the number nine. And by the way, uh, if you're looking at, at forwards, you will not find another forward on their stat sheet until you get to Theo Blair, who has started two games yep. this year and has no I'm sorry, he has two shots. <laughs> Otherwise it's Freddie Montero. He's the only other person listed as a forward oh who boy. has gotten time oh. this year. Folks, you hate to see it. Two goals. <laughs> um, that's not all Freddie's fault. I get no, it. You talk to yeah. his lot time, you gotta get the yeah. service, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But uh he's not making it happen either. So Oof. um Yorgi Reyna I'd thrown in uh, a little fucking scuttlebutt at him earlier. I'll double down on that. Otherwise, um, Eric Godoy, uh, you know, there's a, here's a dude that's played just about every single minute this year. Um, yeah, he's a shadow of Anibal Godoy. <laughs> not 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 my kind of guy. Yeah. Anybody, any other names you want to throw? No, that's literally that's all of just that's all no, off the, the, the roster the whole squad. and submitting yeah. it. Well, that's yeah. the, all the all DC those. places seems like a shit stadium to yeah. me. Really? That's uh, not. The, uh, I just it it looks weird on TV. I don't know. I've I, never been there, but I guess I haven't felt that. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody I've talked to who's been there has, has really enjoyed it. So okay. maybe it's just they're high because it's Vancouver. I was gonna say it's maybe Vancouver. Yeah, this, Vancouver's I mean, a really nice city. So. Yeah, maybe there's just like like you don't necessarily need to have like a great stadium or a yeah. team if you're just baked out of your gourd all day. <laughs> That's fair. So. <laughs> all right, so uh, how do we play them? <laughs> However we want. <laughs> we should we should boss this game. Now yeah. uh, I will recommend something that I think we've done um, pretty well for the last five games now. Um, which is actually kind of playing a counterattacking style. Um, the uh, we've seeded possession a lot um, in a sort of New York Red Bulls a la 2018 style. Um, we've given up a lot of possession um, because we're we're better at pouncing on the ball and then acting quickly on it, um, especially when we have Osvaldo Alonso playing yeah. in that number six. So I think that uh, success in that counterattacking <coughs> style is heavily dependent on a guy who is a ball winner like that. What are you showing me over there? Darwin Quintero in his chill vibes shirt. Oh, <laughs> one of us! <laughs> chill ass vibes. Oh my god! <laughs> it's not. It's nine fifty-five on, on Wednesday night. We're looking at Twitter, so scroll to nine fifty-five. Right. And so, uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we can now report that Darwin Quintero absolutely is a Big Island. Quintero is definitely a Big Island. He's Ultra. one of us, baby. <laughs> that is such a ridiculous look on him. <laughs> it's a ridiculous look on everybody. That's why it rules. Yes, that's oh, the best part. He. he he looks like he just got thrown out of a Jimmy Buffett concert. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so so um, I, I think that us playing successfully as a counterattacking team is heavily dependent on having somebody like Osvaldo Alonso or a replacement, but probably him, who can be a ball winner. I'm not talking about a number six who's uh, like a facilitator like a Michael Bradley. I'm talking about a guy who knocks skulls, wins the ball back cleanly, and can play it out quickly. Um that said, whether we ha so we're going to succeed more if we have uh, Alonzo at a counterattacking style. I think we should play it either way. If we do that, the goal has to be if you are on the break that you don't have to take it out wide and hit a cross. If you're doing yes. it on the break, you should have an easier time centering the ball. You cross when they're packing it in, you know, and that's still unsuccessful for us. But that's but but if you're doing it on the break. You should have an easier time getting it in there. There's going to be fewer targets for you to hit on the cross because you got guys catching up on your team. Play the counterattack. Bring the ball centrally to the 14. Even don't be afraid to take long-distance shots. Center the ball. Yeah. This is one thing that, you know, we talked about <clears throat> how, uh, with especially with Midnair, the team is focused on using the right-hand side and crossing. Um, Vancouver is a team that crosses at an even more ridiculous rate than we do. So, well, that 
that's uh, that's always been by design. Yeah. That's all they do. And yeah. it's, it's why. And you it's know not what? working for when them. You had, when you had Kai Kamara last year, not that last year was anything to gloat about for them, but, like, you've got a guy who's good at getting on the end of crosses on the end of it, at least. What do you got now? Freddie Montero? Freddie Montero is four foot nine. <laughs> if he's yeah, Jordi, pulled through a wall. Yeah, Jordi Reyna's like 5'2". Is he yeah, short? He's probably shorter than Quintero, isn't he? <laughs> Uh, he's right on. Right on I mean, these guys height, are both probably, possible but, yeah. like, jockeys. In I'm saying, life. well, Jordi, Jordi, Rain, Jordi Rain is bigger than, but I'm. It's Jordi Rain is probably like he's like he's no bigger than us. Like, yeah. So, so what are you crossing it to? I don't. That's I have no Vancouver fucking idea. Style. Yeah. And, and it's yeah. not because they get pushed out wide. It's because that's the goal. And you know what? When they had uh, Alfonso Davies, who was um, playing as they played like a four-three-three, and he played on the right side of that. You got a dude quick as hell who can run up there and put a good ball, and and hopefully somebody gets on the end of it. Who do you got in that position now? You, you lost um you lost Christian Teixeira. uh who the fuck is doing it now yeah. what are you doing nobody what are you crossing for <laughs> why don't you cross the ball out of bounds when you get down to the <laughs> it's the same fucking outcome oh you know what I I, I apologize to Freddie Montero five foot nine taller than I whoa thought. but oh. also that's like my high I'm yeah. not getting on the end of headers neither is Freddie Montero no. so stop crossing it I mean keep crossing it. This for this game. Yeah, oh, for yeah, us, yeah. Yeah, just, Wait, uh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah no, please, yeah, please keep pressing. No, that sounds that sounds pretty much exactly what I had. Uh, nothing really should change in terms of the way that we are setting up our formation and um, the way that we're attacking. Other than, please, for the love of God, don't just keep crossing it in. Um, like I said, work it centrally, work it through the fourteen, as as Martin uh, alluded to. Um, it sounds like Molino. Obviously, Molino came out early uh, with a knock in that game, so it's possible that. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, man! That um, I'm getting concerned here. that Abara might get a the might, Abara might get a start uh, on the left uh, if Malil's not ready to go. I would assume Ozzy Alonso is probably ready to go. Although I would, you know, if I'm if I'm Heath and I'm thinking about the next couple of games, Portland um, following weekend or next weekend after this, and then Portland again on Wednesday. Um, you know, you might want to you might want to give Ozzy one more week. You shouldn't need him to this week. Give Dotson another run out at home in front of the home crowd. Um, and you know, keep a lot Ozzy Alonso, letting Ozzy know he's going to be playing a couple games against a couple big games against Portland um, in about a week. So that's pretty much the only thing I would the only thing I would change up um, would be to put a bar in for Molino, um, and then maybe give Ozzy one more week to uh, to rest up. So, uh, Luke, you have anything else you want to add about that? I, I really don't. Everything you guys said was. <laughs> Just, just stealing, stealing the brilliant thoughts brilliant. right in my own brain box. They don't here. call him the best color man in the business for <laughs> That's nothing, right. folks. Hey, sometimes you got to know when to shut the fuck up. Uh, all right. <laughs> so who's going to win? Stop subtweeting me. I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> all right, who wins? Uh, Minnesota 3 to nothing. That's exactly what I have, actually. Are you shouldn't be? Yeah. Written down. I think Vancouver's got a chance. <laughs> no, just kidding. It's yeah, g- yeah it's going to be three zip or something. Perfect. Like it, this should be a Cincinnati style beatdown. It should really, honestly. Inshallah. Um, so, <clears throat> all right. So hopefully we'll see you out there in our in your big chill uh, ultra vibe, uh, big big ultra, big island ultra vibe. Might come to the game. This uh, yeah, I will be at Girl Scout camp. Woo! Girl yeah. Scout camp. Girl Scout camp. They have internet aren't there. You, aren't you a little old for them? Um. Well, I, I am, but my daughter isn't. So. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah. You, you keep talking about going to high schools and picking up kids and stuff. So <laughs> I'm a little worried. Do, like, do I need to call the Saint Croix, uh, the Saint Croix River Valley, uh, <laughs> River Valley Girls Girl Scout? Uh, yeah, so I believe there there probably is internet. I don't know if I'll have a chance to watch the game, but okay. Uh, I'll, yeah, I got so. to volunteer at the daycare this week. That's right. <laughs> I got, I got to be the volunteer playground supervisor <laughs> oh. that nobody asked for. <laughs> hey guys, I'm your new youth minister. Yeah. <laughs> 
Hey, you know you know who else rocks? Hey, kids. Little guy I like to call Jesus. That's right. <laughs> That's right. This one goes out to him. <laughs> An acoustic guitar appears from out of his fucking Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> <laughs> all right you, you guys know my hope like like literally if you do a google image search for youth pastor it is 50 percent like pictures of dudes with like soul soul patches and like yep. it's shit like Overweight. that and then and then the other percent is literally khaki, mug shots khaki pants yeah. <laughs> yeah mug right, shots right. or yeah or like cargo shorts and soul patches i'm gonna be honest with you luke yeah if you just cut it down to a goatee, oh i know no beard yeah and you just wore a, a polo shirt and khakis. Uh, oh, for sure. You would be in prison right now. <laughs> <laughs> and you would deserve it. Oh, yeah, just just for looking like that. We'd I wouldn't be, have to do anything. We'd be talking about you on next door. No, no jury would not convict. No, no, no. <laughs> under those circumstances. <laughs> well, we found a jury of his peers. Yeah. And we were able to pry yeah. him away from uh, Pornhub turns up, long Turns out to... they're all a bunch of convicted felons, too. Yeah. So what are we going to do? Subway wants to make you its spokesman. That's <laughs> all right. <clears throat> I need to get this thing back on back on the rails. No, sorry, sorry. Possibly let's, no, no. Let's talk. No, about it's all right. My my bad. Um. So let's. Yeah. Like, are we twenty scores? Uh, New England beat Vancouver four to nothing. The wah, aforementioned wah. really shitty Vancouver. Wah, uh, wah. Atlanta put a beat down on Houston five to nothing. Toronto FC beat the Red Bulls three to one. Chicago and Columbus talk about two t- tire fires of organizations. Two two draw in Chicago. Uh, DC United beat for FC Cincinnati on the road four to one. Uh, Portland and Orlando City drew one to one. LA Galaxy beat LAFC three to two. This is probably the game of the weekend with Zlatan doing all those like literally all of the possible Zlatan things. Yes, um, a hat trick, perfect hat trick. <laughs> Talking left up, right head, yeah, left right head, <clears throat> like mocking the uh, the ESPN broadcasters. Yes, um, check, and then uh, and then almost maiming somebody. Li- literally maiming somebody. One hundred percent slot on. <laughs> so, uh, FC uh, Toronto FC lost. To, so Houston Dynamo, really shitty road team, actually went on the road and beat Toronto FC three to one. Mm. Go figure. Uh, Chicago lost uh, on the road to Philadelphia two to nothing. Uh, Columbus gets their first win in three months, I think. Oh. Two to one against the Montreal Impact at home. Uh, Sporting Kansas City completes their or their continues their decline, losing at home to FC Dallas two to nothing. Boy, they. They're having a brutal season. They are. Yeah, I'm really worried that we're going to go down there in August and, like, right when they need to start they're winning games, right. they're going to get right by <laughs> Minnesota United. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Um, Colorado loses at home to New York City FC 2-1. to one. Uh, The aforementioned Vancouver loses at home to San Jose 3-1. to one. San Jose, who can't lose now, apparently, other than to us. I don't get it. Um, <clears throat> yeah, RSL Minnesota drew 1-1. One to one. When, is, when is San Jose going <coughs> to literally just drop dead on the pitch? I don't – it's a good question. When is every player just going to – just from exhaustion. Yeah. Yeah. Just being just treated like a bunch of rented mules. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Ho- hopefully, uh, if they make the playoffs, hopefully be when we're playing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they, they get the they get the five C, we get the four C, well, and they uh, just drop dead. In, in, all had October is uh, hard hard spot. <laughs> October thirteenth, they just drop dead. Yeah, they just drop dead. Um, what gonna do? LA United beat DC United two to nothing. Uh, SC Cincinnati lost at home to New England Oof. two to nothing. Uh, Orlando City uh, lost to the Red Bulls at home, one to nothing. That was a, actually a, an interesting, fun, chippy game at the very it end. Was, it was <clears> chippy, <throat> yeah. And another, another fun, chippy game at the end. Seattle Sounders Ooh. losing at home to Portland, uh, two to one. There was a, a fun stat I saw. I can't remember exactly where I, I saw it, but FC Cincinnati has a negative fifty-one goal differential right now. <sighs> 
Uh, the place you saw that stat is the standings. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember where I saw the stat. Well, no, it was, it was pointed out. Just Some like, mysterious source I can't quite recall. I think, I think it was actually in a Slack channel that I'm in. <clears throat> it was just pointing out like how bad, like comparing to how bad Minnesota United was, just how completely, absolutely terrible FC Cincinnati is. So, so FC, FC Cincinnati's goal differential is negative 30. Oh, negative 30. They've, 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 they've allowed fit, 51 conceded 51 goals. goals. Oh. Yeah. So quick it's side, only negative 30. Yeah. Quick sidebar here. So we've had several new franchises come on board in the last couple of years. Atlanta United has been an obvious success. Uh, mm. Minnesota has been a very slow start. And now we have Cincinnati headed for yet another <clears throat> new franchise with a potentially league historic. LAFC has start. been a huge success. Yeah, uh, yeah. So okay, so the, I think the, it's real hot or cold. Doesn't yeah. It? Well, I, I, that's the funny thing. I don't think it does. I think it's these are... FC Cincinnati, Minnesota United. What's what's the, what's the the link between those two teams? They were playing before Atlanta United, LAFC. Were not teams that didn't play before. We're gonna have Inter Miami and Nashville coming into the league soon. Yeah, Inter Miami is starting from scratch. They're starting yep. from nothing. Um, Na- Nashville is coming up from the USL. That'll yeah. be a really interesting <clears throat> case study. Yeah, yeah. this is true. I really think it is, I, and I think it's you know I think so you know I don't want to be like oh Manny gets all the credit in the world or whatever, but I think there might be something to be said for. Um, and, and to be fair, like Nashville has had way more time than F- either Cincinnati or Minnesota had in order to g- yeah. get ready, yes. prepared to come into the league. Um, but you can see that both Cincinnati and Minnesota, to a certain extent, Cincinnati more to an extent than Minnesota, relied on their second division players coming up with them. I mean, Minnesota relied on a little bit, but mostly as depth. There wasn't you know a ton of people who were starters or expected to be starters when they came up. As Cincinnati thought they could bring up a, a bunch of their USL players as starters or in starting possible roles and they didn't and then they spent they splashed a bunch of cash on let's say fernando adi and and some right um some adi bigger be yeah it's been a terrible <laughs> terrible player yeah. yeah well yeah they had some gambles that didn't, didn't anyways so uh let's talk mm. about uh, our week 21 picks yes. um then we got some up. questions then we're gonna get the fuck out of here or at least get the fuck out of this podcast and take a break and jump into our next podcast oh, so let's do it man all right <clears throat> oh sorry nycfc host uh the sporks uh in new york um i got a NYCFC win that game three to one. NYCFC fourteen to one. Fourteen to one. There you go, Luke. You got anything? Uh, you know what? I'm going to pass on this whole section. Okay, to save perfect. Time. LAFC hosts Atlanta United. This is a should be a good game. I have LFC, LAFC winning five to two. Game of the week: LAFC three to two. New England hosts Orlando City. I have New England winning three to one. New England is good? Question mark. All of a sudden, yeah. Uh, they got a big hole to dig out of though. Two yeah. to one, New England. All right, Bread Bowls host Columbus. I have Bread Bowls winning two to zero. <laughs> Bread Bowls fourteen to one. Fourteen to one. Chicago hosts DC United. I have DC United winning one to one. One to zero. One to zero. One to zero. One to zero. <laughs> DC United. I'm gonna say two to one. All right, FC Dallas hosts Real Salt Lake. I have FC Dallas winning two to one. Two two tie. All right. Houston Dynamo hosts the Seattle Sounders. I have this as a 2-2 draw, actually. Houston at home. Yeah. 2-1. to one. All right. Toronto FC hosts FC Cincinnati. I'm going to say Toronto FC 8, FC Cincinnati 2. Toronto FC 14-1. <laughs> and we already talked Minnesota United Vancouver. Uh, Montreal Impact hosts Philadelphia League, uh, East League leading Philadelphia. I have uh, Montreal Impact actually uh, scoring opposite here and winning this game 2 to nothing. Montreal, uh, Philadelphia has led the East for... Two months, yeah, since back like, before they played yeah. us. Uh, like, yeah, uh, will not be knocked from that perch. I'm gonna say Philadelphia three to one. All right, the San Jose uh, guys drop heads. dropped heads versus the Colorado uh, uh, Rapids. Um, I have San Jose winning this game three to nothing. Um, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna say the birth shakes one to nothing. All right, and then Portland hosts the LA Galaxy. Birth shakes. Portland hosts <laughs> LA Galaxy. Uh, I have Portland. Uh, I actually have this as a one-one draw. 
Uh, Zlatan won't be denied. It's going to be two to nothing, and uh, <laughs> Portland's going to be sad. All right. And I hope it shatters their morale. Portland? Yes. Coming coming in here. I just want them Actually, broken, I'd rather them kind of maybe broken, win, defeated. I don't know. I don't I, demoralized. Or do you want but that's when you're in a position to be like, no, they're gonna come in here and beat our ass. That's why I want to draw. Two two draw, there's gonna be like, eh, okay. Okay, right, all right. We want them blase. I just want an exhausting five to five draw with lots of injuries. Yes, actually that that would be perfect. Just just all their best players can ever be say get twelve minutes of added time. Breaks like break an ankle or something. Um, <laughs> Everyone right, gets We're going to be playing two 15-minute halves yep. of overtime. Well, what the, the fuck? Like, I'm the referee. Deal with it. <laughs> yeah. The Sounders, the Sounders, uh, Sounders Portland game, they played like 10 minutes of fucking extra time yeah. That's on what I Sunday. Want. Yes. So. That's what I want. Yeah. All right. So we got some fucking answers. Uh, Tom Baskin asks, how much legal breathing space does wearing a Hawaiian shirt give me? Does it raise the legal blood alcohol, blood alcohol content to 0.1? All right. Th- this is official legal advice. You can use this as a complete defense in any court of law. Uh, you, here first, you, guys. you can absolutely hold me responsible for legal malpractice if you follow this advice and it doesn't work out because because uh, I'm that I'm that solid about this. If you are wearing a tropical print shirt or other tropical attire, you can get away with the point six nine. You can get away with the point six point six nine. You may not be alive at that say, point, but you dead but, at that point or you, you, basically it's just full legal immunity. OK, fair yeah, enough. That's basically what it is. All right. If they find you. With a 0.69 blood <laughs> alcohol level, they will not arrest you. I can tell you that much. <laughs> they they may bury you. But, um, All right. I I, yeah. I think a, a Hawaiian shirt breathes really well. It does. Legal it's breathing space. It has all kinds of breathing space. All, yes. all kinds of legal breathing space. Yeah. That's right. Uh, all right. Colin Solberg asked. He actually made this a poll that four people voted in. Um, <laughs> which kind of drunk do you prefer? Beer, wine, liquor, or goals? Uh, I'll... Goals was the winner, and uh, as you know, as after having some hospital issues and having to make some lifestyle changes, I'm gonna go. I prefer a goals drunk. <laughs> um, so I I can barely get drunk from liquor. Um, I could. Oh, that's like a superpower. <laughs> worst superpower ever. I'm gonna go ahead and say, so wine. I'm at that age where I drink one glass of wine and I have like fucking heartburn, you know. Yes. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say beer because I don't feel like garbage. Yeah. Anything? Goals are goals. the ultimate I have to high. eat fucking oyster goals crackers with high. wine if I'm at goals. Oh, are the yeah. Ultimate. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. it sucks. <laughs> yeah. I've never been drunk. On Heroin's goals. the ultimate high, Luke. <laughs> I'm not one of these drug drugs guys. Me neither. I don't <laughs> approve of that at all. No, all right. you see on the TV. All right. Rodrigo asks, uh, U.S. Open Cup champions or MLS home playoffs? Ooh. So this I'll answer the this. the only good question we got. Yeah. So MLS yeah. home playoffs, if, if, you, if you want Adrian Heath to keep his job, uh, MLS home playoffs. Um, if you want to avoid that stupid fucking leagues cup, U.S. Open Cup championships, I will say, uh, I think he's asking, and this is not the way it actually is, but I think he's basically which asking one? If you is he yes. asking just what would mean more to us, or he, if we he, had to prioritize? I just, like, I literally just fielding subs. I literally copied and pasted. Yeah, so you I'm, can I'm you, asking, you okay. can interpret the question however you like. Okay, so uh, here's what I would say. Uh, th- I have a strong feeling. Um, that personally, emotionally, I would want to win the U.S. Open Cup, not because of that trophy, but because I think playing in Champions League would be fucking outstanding. Mm. Um, that said, and we avoid the leagues, I, the leagues, the leagues cup. We avoid them. That, that, that said, I yes, that too. Um, I I think that um, getting an MLS home playoff game is a much better bellwether of our accomplishment and our movement as a team. And so I think it would be a more meaningful one to accomplish that, and I would feel better about us as a franchise. And so I think that's more important to me. But being able to play in Champions League 
that would be the ultimate high. Yeah, we get to go to like Jamaica or Mexico or someplace right. in February. Yes. I'd hit and then they get to turn around and come yeah, back yeah. here yes. for that. So, I mean, sign me up. Big Island yeah. Ultra Tour. Big Island Ultra it's Tour. Be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Make T-shirts with tour dates on the back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, Luke. Do you have a Do you have a preference? Yeah, I, I definitely want the Open Cup. I'm yeah. sorry. I want I want the hard. I'm and remember, I'm a Wigan fan. This is the club that so you've never won any hardware. No, they won the FA Cup they in did. 2013 <laughs> off of Man City, and then got relegated in uh, the same a week. That, a team yeah. that Roger Espinosa was uh, playing on the right side for. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, who is now a sporting Kansas City? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah I know. He's terrible. Yeah, I know. He's, he's brought the vibes. Sporting with might him. get relegated um, this year. Yeah, <laughs> sports <laughs> get relegated. Yeah. So, and you talk to probably eighty percent of Wigan fans say it was absolutely worth it, stealing hardware from Man City, even though it meant the club's been in a tailspin for now more than half a decade since then. <laughs> just feel like one hundred percent worth it. What a feeling. Uh, yeah. All so. Right. Especially if we can steal from it, if we can take it from Atlanta. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, be maybe. Great. Um, that means we have to go down to Atlanta to do it. I mean, kind of kind of want to do it against Orlando City up here, but, you know, either way. Yeah, okay, right, but. Either way, the, either way, it's going to be a good storyline if, we, if we're if we in it against either of those teams. Oh, so, yeah, baby, we're going line. straight into Voltron's Storylines, yep. <laughs> All right, uh, Andy asks, uh, our friend Andy asks, can, can't help looking past the white craps with Portland coming up twice. I feel fearful and panicky. Are these appropriate feelings? Uh, first of all, hi Margaret. Yeah, hey Mags. Good, it's good to talk to you. Can, to can you can you can you move Andy out of the room? Um, yeah, Andy, <laughs> Are you we definitely close circuit to Margaret. Yeah, Mar- Mags. Yeah, you definitely. Andy should definitely be fearful and panicky. <laughs> Um, Wait, so, are they fearful about us slipping up against the white crabs because they're looking? I think so. Yes, because yeah. we have Portland two times in a row. Yes, I think he's. I think he's worried about and fearful about. Yeah, looking past. Uh, well, White, yeah, white, white, I mean, white caps. Panic, panic is always the appropriate emotion for, for <laughs> yeah, a Lewis fan. Hundred percent. Yeah, so yeah you, you're, you're never, not, you're never wrong. Yeah, by if you're never not a hashtag panicking, then yes. you are not, a, you are not a true Lewis fan. <laughs> right. I honestly think we could look past the white caps and still beat them. Yeah, I think we, I, I think we could play a terrible game and then just win it anyway. Yeah, yes. yeah, I would, I would actually agree. Okay. Uh, Charles Noncharge asks: In the past couple weeks, uh, Miss United has earned 13 out of a possible 15 points and are in the semis of the Open Cup. Am I dreaming? What can they do to continue this form, and what do they need to look out for? It's kind of a, a different variation of that previous question. So, well, he is dreaming. So, yes. to continue this form, he's going to need to continue T- to dream, to sleep. To, he will not be able to wake up. Yes. Is this like some kind of Inception yes, thing? Where maybe, yeah, or something like that. Yeah. Or, but he also needs to be panicking. Yes, please. Be, yes, yeah. Make sure you're Even panicking. You need to have some panic moments within the dream. But you can you can never wake up from that that, yeah. that REM sleep. You need to yeah. stay in that REM sleep. Stay in yeah, that. Yeah, just stay stay knocked out. We will we'll jack you full of morphine or whatever <laughs> we need to do here. Actually, I think now's a good time to develop a good opium habit. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. There's no yeah. wrong time. <laughs> <laughs> um, you'd, you'd be cheating yourself to not get hooked on opium. If they if his question is sincere in the second half, what can they do to continue this form and um, what do they need to look out for? Um, first of all, I, now that they're out of the match congestion f- phase, um, I, that was what I would have said to look out for before. So I yeah. think that that's good. And you're going to see less issues with depth, hopefully less issues with depth and with, um, injury and all this fatigue, all this kind of stuff. Um, we have a, if we have to look out for something, it's a really tough road in though. We've oh, we yeah. played some tough teams up ahead. Um, Portland twice, we just mentioned, but we play a ton of games uh, against really good opponents like playoff caliber opponents. Now we have been playing teams above the line mostly for the last five games, and we've done pretty damn well. So I think we can be okay, but we're not playing a ton of Vancouver games. Coming yeah, up. 
And we're playing. We've been playing a lot of those at home too. I mean, yeah. I was. I can't remember. I think uh, Bruce McGuire put it out there. Uh, I think it was maybe Monday. Um, you know, just basically sort of laid out the schedule. And then once we get to August twenty second, which is the Kansas City away game, mm. our schedule is brutal. So we have yep. about five games that are that are either. Um, you know, three pointers. So we play. I think the only the only game that's not a that we shouldn't win or shouldn't be favored in is uh, away to FC Dallas. Um, sometime in sort of like I think the August seventeenth. No, not it's like the August. Maybe it's the tenth or something like that. There's like one game where we sh- we're probably not favored to win. Um, and you know, basically, you know, kind of put it out there like, how many points do you think we need in these next five games before mm-hmm. we start? We do that uh, away trip to uh, Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Um, and I posited that we need eleven points, which basically means we needed to. Uh, to uh, not lose a game in the next five, um, in terms of, in, in order to in order to make sure that we got to fifty points, because that is sort of what people have been banding about for the for the Western Conference. The Western Conference is so good this year that fifty points might you know that's probably the cutoff line of where you're gonna you know where the playoffs. And that's just making the playoffs. That's not mm-hmm. hosting a, a playoff game. That's mm-hmm. coming in at seventh place. So yeah. um, and right now the Loons are at, I believe thirty four points. So they need to get to about 16, 16 more points yeah. to just secure make sure that they are. You know, guaranteed a, or you know, pretty secure in a playoff spot. So I have more confidence that we can beat those tough teams coming in. So I'm not quite as dire yeah. about what points we need from the teams that um, we ought to get them against. But to answer the other part of the question: What do we need to do to continue the form? Um, we need to take the points from the teams we ought to take the points from, and we've been Absolutely. pretty decent about that so far this year. But um, we need to beat the shit out of the teams that we can, because nothing's guaranteed on the other part. Hundred percent. That starts this weekend. Yeah. All right, uh, and then the final the last question, Accepted Mystery asks, best movie of 2019, Alita Battle Angel or Battle Angel Alita? I don't know what don't this means. I understand this reference yeah. at all. It's something about a robot with big eyes or some shit. Okay. I Yeah. Is this person having a stroke when they wrote this question? or I, I, I think he's goofing with us here. Okay. Alita. So the answer is the best movie 2019 so far is Us. Us, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, that just came out on DVD. Or I know. DVD. It just came out on VHS. just came out on Betamax. <laughs> um, I'm supposed to watch that. I yeah, don't, I don't really like horror movies. I've heard I've heard very good things about Midsommar. I've, I kind of want to yeah, watch that Yeah, I think one, that's so. in the same vein. Of Although I, I've heard, I've also heard some really crazy bonkers shit about Crawl. Have you heard about this one? No. Okay, it's a it's a movie. It's, so this will be the last thing, guys, and then we'll, we'll fucking wrap this shit then, up. Then we'll start really talking about movies. Um, yeah, so apparently it, it's, it takes place in Florida. And uh, it's basically a, a movie about uh, there's like a hurricane coming and there's this guy who lives in, you know, the Everglades or whatever. It can't <clears> be better than Hurricane Heist. And doesn't want to and doesn't want to leave. And so his, his like, college age daughter goes back to uh, to get him, try and get him out of the out of the hurricane, the eye of the, you know, the storm or whatever is coming. And then there's a bunch of fucking alligators that come in like the crawl space. Hell yeah. And yeah. So apparently there's like fucking gators and shit. And I've heard. Tired of these motherfucking gators in this motherfucking shack. (laughs) Pretty, pretty much. But I've heard it's actually really good. A really good, like fucking gator movie. Um, I mean, (laughs) there's a whole genre called gator movies. Yes, there is. As far as gator movies go. It's one of the better ones. Crawl might be, yeah, it's Crawl's like the piece de resistance of Gator. Me, this is the Citizen Kane I mean, it's, it's, gator, it's better than Gator. gator you know, Gator, yeah. but from with Burt Reynolds. Like, oh, it's better yeah. than Gator, which, I, you know, I, that's a really hard, that's, that's a really high yeah. bar to, to, to cross. It's like, so. it's like Jaws, but with <laughs> but gators. gators. Jaws of Gators. That's like, right. You could tell me that there are Gators flying in the, like, 100 mile per hour. Gator-nado? Yeah, this sounds like Sharknado a little bit. No, 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 It's it's but it's like but it's more highbrow than Sharknado. Sharknado is like, can't be bullshit. Like, this is fucking, like... Okay. Horror scare. Crisp yeah. Cinema. Yes, All exactly. Right. Okay. All right. So uh, that has been uh, the podcast. Uh, you can always find us at davesiknow.com, uh, at TDIK Man on Twitter, um, at Texas Eller, at Offensive Loons for Martin. Uh, 
Craig is at Born with a Tail underscore. That's right. All right, that's it. Martin, take us home. I love it. We are the Daves, you know, plus a loop. We've been the Daves. You know. Land here become feet, con. Yeah, uh, we, we yeah. do our thing, son. Through the act, we attract two, hope to reach one. Uh, we, yeah. we, we do our thing, do it. We do our thing, son. Some will paint a piece, some will spray with a machine gun. It's mad work to be done. We, we, we do our thing, son. We can't drive it at all. Y'all know we can't drive it at all.